If there's something I've learned, it's that you should never say never in your business. This one thing might come back to prove you were wrong. This very thing is what happened to me. And today I want to tell you all about why I hated mini sessions and why I never wanted to do them again. Welcome to episode number four as we talk about mini sessions. You're listening to the Cameras and Coffee podcast with Kara Haynes, a light and airy conversation about everyday life so you can listen and learn from entrepreneurs. Here's your host, photographer, educator, and mentor, Kara Haynes. This episode is brought to you by CloudSpot, the exact platform I use to host my mini session galleries so I can beautifully curate galleries to sell themselves and set them up for success. If you're interested in trying CloudSpot, you can get 20% off 12 months by using the link bit.ly forward slash cameras and coffee CloudSpot. Okay, so we're going to dive in deep about mini sessions today, and I'm going to be a little vulnerable and kind of tell you how I was feeling about them. And a couple years ago, I had sent my clients an email saying I was no longer offering mini sessions because I had had it. I didn't want to do them anymore. It was physically and mentally draining, and not to mention super time consuming. And I felt like that all of my clients just wanted a cheap session. So that's why I didn't want to do them anymore. But do you know why this was all happening? It's because I spent money renting a studio. I charged a competitive rate for my area. So I was comparing to other photographers in the area and what they charged and thought, okay, I got to charge that too, or no one's going to book me. And I told my potential clients that they would get so many photos per session, and then I would deliver everything I took. And then I usually scheduled these when I realized I really needed to make the money because my business was in need of funds. And so it was kind of last minute and I'd wonder why people weren't booking them. And yeah, it was just a mess. But now as I get into this, I'm going to tell you why I love them. But for some of you, you're probably thinking like, what is problem with this? Like, there's nothing wrong with this. And you know what? To each your own, that's fine. Everyone is successful in their own way. And I'm just telling everybody today about why this didn't work for me and why I didn't like it. And so when I came across this brand new way of doing things, I was absolutely floored. And so I gave it a try and it's been so successful over the last couple of years when I've tried this. And so I'm just going to share a little bit of it with you today um, and kind of tell you where this all went. So I went from let's just recap. I went from being a photographer that told their clients I would never do mini sessions again. And now all I do is offer mini sessions for families. Like I don't even schedule regular family sessions anymore. I won't do them um, because of so many reasons. I'm going to tell you why today. Um, In the span of two years, I found myself filling my schedule very quickly, especially in the fall time when Michigan is like the busiest for photos. Um, and I wanted to bury my face in the sand because I was so overwhelmed with taking so many photos and I wanted to know how can I change this so that I can spend more time with my family and not have to spend so many hours of my time after hours photographing family sessions. Um, and so I no longer wanted to do these multiple days a week, but I wanted to pick one day a week to do these or one day out of the month and then schedule all of my families in that one day. So. I'm going to share my strategy with you and this is good stuff. So make sure you're giving your full attention. So the first thing I would do is decide when I wanted to hold a mini session throughout the year and I'd pick those dates in advance. Now, for some people thinking this far in advance seems ridiculous, but for me, I'm a forward thinker and I found this to be the best strategy. 
So I usually plan three months ahead from the date I want to release my schedule. And some of you are going to be like, wow, that's really far. But just listen. I like to use my email list as well as my social platforms. Um, But I actually have a specific email list that I use just for mini sessions. And people can opt in anytime out of the year to know when I'm offering them. And this little form is located right on my website. So that's super easy to navigate. And I think having an email list is particularly important. And if you don't have one, you really should get one now because one of these times I'm going to tell you about how I got hacked on my social platforms and why this was important. But that's definitely a different episode for a different time. Um, But anyway, so three months out. So I schedule things, my plan, three months in advance. And when I do this, I email my list that my mini session date is coming and registrations for that date are a month away. So I let them know, like, put this on your calendar. I'm going to open up my mini sessions. And if you want in, you're going to have your own time to do that before anyone else. So my social media, all that, they won't know about it. Just my email list. Two months out from the date of my mini sessions, this is when I tell my list. I tell them the date it's being released. I tell them um, that for 24 hours, it's only available to them and it'll be open to the public the day after. I also tell them for one week only, only, they get early bird pricing and then it jumps a significant amount of money. So I do that for everybody where I open it up for one week and I offer early bird pricing for my mini sessions. So if they want in on them, they got to do it now or the price is going to jump. Now, when we get to the mini sessions, so fast forward all the way to the day of my mini sessions, each of them go for only a certain amount of time. I don't say, okay, well, let's schedule this hour block for you and you. No, each one of my mini sessions goes for about 15 minutes or less. I don't go any higher than 15 minutes because I know I can capture everything I need in that amount of time. Now, in the winter, I might go up to 30 minutes. And the only reason I do that is because... um, when I have sessions where we're out in the cold, sometimes we got to jump back in the cars to warm up and then jump back out. So I kind of buffer that time in there of when we need to warm up. And then um, it's been successful that way. But typically, I don't schedule them more than 15 minutes long. I also get probably about 50 images or more in that 50, 15 minutes of time. And some of you might be like, wow, that's a lot. Or some of you might be, that's very little. But um Usually I can get 50 images depending on how many combinations I'm doing. Now, I usually only allow probably five to six individuals for my mini sessions. And if they want to do a bigger family, they have to book two of them because 15 minutes, I can only get a family size of five or six in that amount of time. Otherwise, it's just too long um, or not enough time, honestly. So um, when I do that... I photograph different combinations, like I'll do the whole family and then I'll do mom with each kid, mom with all of the kids, dad with each kid, dad with all of the kids, mom and dad, each kid alone, like just the kids. Like I just do a ton of combinations because you never know what anyone might want. And I just love offering that to my clients. Now, what I only offer them though, is when they book these sessions, it's basically a session fee and then they get five complimentary images from the gallery. So they can pick any five they want and that be it. 
But then I found a way that I can upsell the gallery a little bit. Um, So I have found that five images are like the sweet spot. And I do have clients that only take the five images and that's totally fine. Like that's what I expect. But when I take all those additional images, sometimes those parents want all of them. And when I spend time capturing, curating, and editing everything, I got to charge for that extra time. So if they want those additional images, I charge single fees or for the whole entire gallery. So when I talk about this and why I hated mini sessions, one of the reasons um, that I didn't like doing that was that I was letting them have all of their images. And when I gave them all their images, I was kind of doing myself a disservice because for some families I could capture a hundred photos and then some I would capture like 10. So it wasn't really equal, but it also was a lot of time editing for myself to do about a hundred images. And so I had to make it worth my time, worth my expertise, all of that. And so I just charged a little extra for them to add on to their purchase. Um, Another thing was I was letting my clients take as long as they wanted to decide from their gallery. So those five images, I was letting them take as long as they wanted. I would have people two years later finally reaching out to me like, I forgot my password. Can you tell me how to get my images from this session years and years ago? And I was like, well, I don't have that gallery platform anymore. I've switched and then I'd have to re-upload all their photos. And then by then I was like, here, just have them all, which was doing a disservice to myself, honestly. So I have found the sweet spot for that is to only allow them 30 days to pick their gallery images. So they can either choose to download the whole gallery, they can choose just their five, but they only get 30 days to pick that. And that kind of It's kind of like a thing, and I don't know if this is an American thing or what, but we all procrastinate and we wait to the last minute or until we think about it again. And when you put that urgency in there, it keeps people from taking their sweet time and just lets them get it done and over with. And then me as the photographer, I no longer have to worry about it anymore. Now, a lot of people have different views on these methods and tactics, and everyone's entitled to their opinion. However, I was in a place of demand and I was not finding the joy in doing it often enough. So I decided how much my time was worth. And this was not just the time of day I took the photos, but the time I spent editing, answering emails, sending digital images, paying for the platforms to host the digital images and all that. This is where my base price for my sessions came from. And then the rest that they purchased was all bonuses and additional income. So it kind of just was the icing on top and made it all worth it. Are you loving the episode so far? I hope so. Would you do me a huge favor? Would you take a second to leave a review? Just head over to your listening platform and click those stars. Tell me what you are enjoying most. I would be so grateful. And I'd also love to feature you and other listeners about your experience. It only takes a couple minutes and it would mean a lot. Okay, enough about me. Let's get to the rest of the episode. So you might just be wondering, Kara, do you really love mini sessions? And my answer really is no. I honestly love photographing weddings and seniors. That's my bread and butter. And that's what I love doing and I find joy in. But families are what made my business what it is today. And so I started with them and I felt like I was doing a disservice to my brand completely by eliminating them all together. And so I'll say one of the biggest reasons why I decided to do this was because I found that 
I could actually do this service, but then also make income at the same time. And so, yeah, it's kind of out of selfish reasons, but when I am in demand for family sessions, this is what I can offer. And honestly, like when I've built a brand creating relationships with the people over the years, they want to come back. And so that's totally fine. And then I can do these sessions in 15 minutes or less. Now, the only reason why I absolutely hated mini sessions in the beginning was because of how impersonal they are. And honestly, when I have my brand, I like to create relationships with my clients. That's like what I strive for. And so many sessions were not allowing that. But when you put all of the other things aside and realize this is how I can be successful in many sessions and still offer this to my clients, this is where I kind of outweighed the pros and cons. And however, I couldn't have both, but if I really wanted to focus on my niche of weddings and seniors, this was the best way to pivot my business. So in conclusion, I just really hope you found this helpful. And maybe you're like me and couldn't figure out why you didn't like mini sessions, but felt you had to do them. And so I just hope this helps you re-strategize your process. And if you want to know more, come join the Cameras and Coffee Insiders group and continue this discussion. And I'll see you in there. So until next time, cheers. Thanks for listening to the Cameras and Coffee podcast. Check out the show notes for this episode at karahanesphotography.com slash podcast. That's K-A-R-A-H-A-N-E-S photography.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.